And speaking of which, let's go ahead and like swing things over real quick before we hit this break, and we'll get into this a little bit, carry over to the next segment. But uh, surprisingly, this past uh, week right now, as you see a lot of sports returning little by little uh, throughout like the leagues right now. I mean, I tell you what, I like where we're at right now. I don't know about you, but with this whole COVID-19 thing, I know there's still a ways to go, but now you're starting to see more people come out of the woodworks. Big Ten Conference just announced uh, their plans for return. October 24th is when they're planning on coming back right now. I mean, you had certain conferences, had to pull out, some people delaying right now. But how much do you think right now, with the Big Ten especially coming back, does this help the the future of like the NFL draft for next season, especially when teams are looking to like rebuild or get some good prospects? I think it definitely help the NFL draft because now they get to take a look at certain players. The Big Ten Conference is one of the uh, main conferences that a lot of players come out of. So to start the Big Ten Conference up again is very instrumental to the end NFL draft to see how them players playing, especially in the, in, in the big leagues because there's a lot of small schools playing now, but they get to evaluate the elite players. Um, I do think that Ohio State has an easy schedule right now, but with it being into the bubble, everybody can't play. I do not like how fans are coming. As you can see in the Kansas City Chiefs game, 10 fans had tested positive for COVID. I, I just don't agree with, with 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 fans being at the game. You don't know because it's a very good chance at least one person has it. And if one person has it, then you never know what could happen, how it, how it can spread to somebody that works there. That person can't go. That that person can go from uh, uh, being at the ticket check to you know using the employees only back door touch some services like you just don't know. So I do not agree with any fan being at any stadiums at all. It's not it's not safe. Well, not only that though too. But you also had a situation a couple of nights ago. I just saw like on Twitter right now. Even like the Browns and Bengals game that was on Thursday night football right there too. See some fans who get like a little bit emotional. I mean, yeah, you have, like, certain teams selecting to bring up, like, maybe a couple thousand fans. Like, Denver, they had, like, about 5,000, I believe, in their stadium. But then the thing is, like, with sports at the end of the day, too, you're, you're going to get emotional at the end of the day, as everyone is aware. You know what I'm saying? So, like, what happens when people get, like, emotional over their team losing or someone trash-talking, someone gets into a fight? You know what I'm saying? We got modern stuff like that. I think for right now. Yeah, I mean, that's my whole point of view is we need to try to avoid as much physical contact as I'm looking at the game right now. As people high-fiving each other in this Tulsa, Oklahoma State game. And, and that's my whole and, and that's my whole point of view is is at this time, I just believe that we, if you want to play the sport, just be more considerate on, on what's going on today. 
play the sport, set the safety of the fans. You never know how anything could spread. You know, everybody isn't properly wearing their masks. So any anything is possible. These players are not wearing masks while they're playing. The people on the sideline, coaching staffs, a lot of them are not wearing masks and things like that. So as Tulsa misses a, as Tulsa misses a kick to the left. But I just think that we have to be more safe, guys. Please, just be more safe and, and be more mindful and try not to attend these games. Stay at home, watch from your couch, please. Or if you have to do like the NBA, I wish the NFL would consider this, is go, go virtual. I know it sounds corny right now to be watching as a virtual ticket holder, but still, if you're trying to avoid much contact as possible, especially with players right there who are playing on the field, Listen, I'm all I'm all for word protocols. We need to uh, dissect as far as safety if we want to keep this thing going in the right direction. Hold that thought. We still got a few Absolutely. more things on college football we're going to get into. And then we'll get into the Bears' home opener. How close are they to having fans back in their stadium? And then we'll give you our picks of the week. I'm Charles Prize Richie. That's Reese Ruler. Listening and watching On Deck on CSR. <laughs> And welcome back here to On Deck on CSR with me, Charles Project Richie, and of course my partner in crime, Reese Ruler. We're getting ready to wrap up where we left off. Uh, NCAA college football returning uh, with the Big Ten just announcing as earlier as Wednesday or Thursday as we uh, found out. Uh, very intrigued to see how that's going to work out right there. Uh, October 24th is the plan date. This was announced once again this past Wednesday, September 16th for right now. And uh, some of the things we also heard uh, with this return in regards to NCAA football, as far as their uh, regulations uh, with the COVID, they already have Wisconsin Athletic Director Barry Alvarez said the schedule will be released later this week. And he said the two-division crossover games for each team still must be determined. Uh, So once they, uh, after their postponement back earlier in August right now, the testing program that the Big Ten will be doing will begin on September 30th on all 14 campuses. Test results must be completed and recorded the party each practice or game. Student athletes who test positive uh, during this uh, time will require a polymerase uh, chain reaction test to confirm the result of the PLC test. Each t- uh, Big Ten team will designate a chief infection officer to report data about tests to the league. Players who do test positive must wait at least 21 days to return to competition as they will undergo comprehensive cardiac testing. Reese? Um, I think that's smart. That's definitely, let's definitely get as much testing as possible. You should test after the game. Um, I think what I'm, as I'm saying, what the Big Ten did, they have made a lot of other conferences start to examine and now putting the pressure on all the other to actually come and get this football thing going. I do think that college football will continue this year. I just think maybe on a shortened season, we'll see how it goes. But then um, I think that players who want to play, especially those that's draft eligible, they want to allow these teams to get another look at them. Yeah, I, you know what? That was one of the things, too, uh, that was a concern. I, I remember Stephen A. Smith bringing it up, too, because there's some uh, conferences who are hesitating right now and what they were saying. If I'm looking at some other uh, conferences who are uh, remain to like uh, go on, I'm also paying attention to the leadership, how things are going right here 
uh, with the conferences right now. And if I want to position myself better, get an opportunity to play. And because the thing is, too, a lot of people in schools right now, I mean, this is their livelihood. They're not pros trying to set themselves up nicely. I mean, some students may be requesting transfers if there's hesitation with the playing of returning. Yeah, I mean, some people are hesitant, I mean, as they should be. But it's really about protocol. I think as long as they get the protocol right and in order, then we will can resume. And like you said, if a player does test positive, let's immediately quarantine them, you know, for two weeks. Um, I, and I, I do think that students should be kind of like in a quarantine bubble. If you play uh, for the team, and uh, no one can go in and out of this dorm, only for the football players to limit their access to outside people or anything. And even if they're on campus, uh, maybe you just have them do a class from inside their rooms instead of attending class. Yeah. Well, well, more to keep on this. Uh, we'll definitely uh, try and keep you posted in the next coming shows. But let's go ahead and wrap up with some NFL extra points right now. Beginning with the Bears on the Chicago Bears right now. Chicago Bears uh, came from behind uh, fashion last week. 17-point deficit to beat the Lions. I actually predicted the Lions in an upset in that game. But I got to tell you, that first game last week when I was watching that game, Reese. The, yeah, no, they did, to your credit. But the biggest thing that I was very concerned was the third down conversion rate at that point. They were 0 for 7 at the time once the Lions started running away when they came down to like uh, 14 points down, 17 points. I mean, there was a huge extra uh, missed field goal late in that game too, which will put the Lions up by 13, which we required two touchdowns right there. Uh, give credit to Mitch Trubisky. He was able to hang in there. He was able to... Uh, Weather the storm. I mean, for a team that has has no preseason right there, I I just felt like yo know, like the only thing that was concerning me was the quarterbacking, the rhythm of the game at that point in time. But I mean, you saw Trubisky make the plays when he had to make them, got his team involved, and they were able to wrap it up, uh, steal one against the Lions right there, and mainly because of their defense. Uh, most importantly, let's not kid ourselves, right there. But for right now, the Chicago Bears will be going to have their home opener tomorrow against the New York Giants. That's a 12 o'clock uh, kickoff game uh, for that time being right there. I'm not going to lie to you, Reese. I did not expect Saquon Barkley in that first game of the season. I know it was against my Steelers on Monday night, but I did not expect him to get shut down the way he did in that game. He got embarrassed. Uh, he definitely got slapped in the mouth uh, in that first game. And I, I really expected a little bit of a better uh, showing from himself. I think he still had like about a little over 60 yards uh, scrimmage. But in that game, uh, Saquon Barkley, who was uh, performing uh, for the Giants, only had 15 carries for six yards. And the leading rusher was your quarterback, Daniel Jones. So just got to give you an idea about the Giants who given up 43 sacks a year ago. We'll see how that translates. Uh, you remember the year that AP ran crazy, broke the record. He was running crazy that year. The following next year, when teams played against the Vikings, they put eight in the box. Saquon Barkley, he, hey, 
and you was a rookie, we'd be one gonna do that, but we see that you're a bad man. So now, quarterback, you gonna have to make some plays. So we're gonna put that run. We we know it starts with the run and, and the Giants. <laughs> so if we stop Saquon Barkley, then okay, now what's next? You know, quarterback makes some moves. You know, quarterback, let's see what, what uh, you can do. And I expect the Bears to actually do the same thing as well. We know they don't have much of an offense, and we know that it starts with Saquon Barkley. Highlight Saquon Barkley and allow the others to do the job. But you have to put some pressure on him, and then I believe the Giants will fall. He's the head of the operation. If you cut the head off, the body will fall. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, don't forget, too, the New York Giants uh, came in, I mean, uh, last week. Remember, the, prior to the start of their uh, opening game against the Steelers, you had your coach, uh, Joe Judge, who's been a longtime assistant of Bill Belichick, where his coaching careers began, uh, made them pretty much start their practice over. I figured they'd be a lot more intense. Uh, but for right now, the Giants, man, I'm not really seeing too much uh, promise uh, from them right now. I would expect the Bears to uh, go ahead and get this uh, first. Uh, vic- I mean, get their first home victory of the season. Go to two and zero against the season right now. Uh, but uh, tomorrow, definitely looking at a forecast right now. Seventy one degrees, a little bit warmer there than it is uh, today. But I'd be really interested to see if we'll see a little bit more utilization of the run game by Matt Nagy right there, a guy who's been so headstrong as far as like uh, not using it before in the past. I mean, to this credit, I mean, he had involved, I mean, their last victory against the Lions for that opening uh, week uh, game. Yeah, David Montgomery had 64 yards off, 13 carries, four, almost five yards a carry right there. So I'm, I'm glad to see them open that up a little bit more. Had 149 yards total uh, combined. But really, 123 yards off their two backs right there. I mean, or uh, 103, I should say. Excuse me. So we'll see how this uh, continues to fare itself out for right now uh, with the Bears. And plus, uh, too, real quickly, Reese. Uh, remember, like, uh, McCaskey, George McCaskey and everyone's been in touch with uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot right now as far as, like, having fans back in the stadium for right now. Mayor Lori Lightfoot thinks it's uh, less than 50% likely that we'll see some fans uh, returning right now. Uh, not totally sold on the safety protocols, but it seems like there's a little bit like backchanneling with the Bears going public in the media versus uh, properly coordinating with her. What's your thoughts on that for right now with how they're trying to handle things? you think the Bears are rushing a little bit too much? Uh, like I told you earlier, I believe that it should be nobody at the stadiums, only players, and that's about it. We do not need anything. We just we just saw what transparent in, in, in Kansas City. You know, ten people. Yeah. Just imagine if them ten people went around ten other people. The spread of the virus, it, 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 I don't know. It can it can be passed so easily. So why even put yourself in that predicament? Like, I understand about the economy and the money, but it's either you want fans and, and no foot, and no football, or you want football and, and no fans. So um, I definitely do not agree that we should have fans at Soldier Field and not at this very moment. No. 
All right, well, real quickly, final prediction for tomorrow. Uh, who do you got in this uh, contest between the Bears and Giants? Give them the home opener. See them going 2-0 easily. What do you think? All right, so let me see what I got. I got uh, I'm going to give my rundown. I got Bears, Giants. I got the Bears that, uh, taking it by 10 uh, around now. So I got the uh, Falcons and Cowboys. Uh, their, their game is also up. I'm actually, I don't know, but I'm feeling a little sloppy, even though that the Cowboys is at home. I think that their offense was explosive last week, and if they can keep going there, then I got the Falcons squeaking one out by about three. Green Bay is definitely going to destroy. The Lions also, they're at Lambeau. It's just Aaron Rodgers is just out of control. I think him and Devontae Adams will probably hook up for another 12. Titans and Jaguars, I'm, I'm still go with the Titans. Just a real season team. Uh, good run game, you know, good 50-50 balance. Uh, Colts and Vikings. I'm going to take uh, Phillip Rivers, 70. Yeah, take one out. Out. He started out on one new team. I don't think he'd be at home this week. I don't think he'd go down on, on two. Um, Bills and Dolphins. I'm going to take the Bills, even though at the Dolphins at home. Dolphins haven't been a good team at all uh, recently. 49ers and Jets. Uh, 49ers need a bounce-back game. Who, who better than the Jets? I think they destroyed them very, very easily. Eagles and Rams. The Eagles looked bad against Washington. Uh, Rams looked good. Aaron Donald led defense. I think Aaron, Aaron Donald took notes on how the Redskins demolished their O-line. Their O-line is in trouble. I believe, again, that the O-line is still, is, still is in trouble against that D. Uh, Rams win. Seahawks and Broncos. I mean, I'm sorry, Steelers and Broncos. I got the Steelers all day. I think the Steelers is, is just, you know, a well-oiled machine. Mike Thompson led. They they go to take care of, take care of business. Panthers and Buccaneers. That's a division rival game. Tom Brady, number twelve, has to get this one underneath his belt. But uh, the uh, McCaffrey led Panthers will lean on McCaffrey hard, but, but I just think that uh, uh, number twelve squeaks this one out. We got the Washington and Cardinals toss up battle with young young quarterbacks. Arizona. Takes on Washington, Arizona's at home. Everybody's been chanting uh, their uh, quarterback. Cal uh, is going to be in the MVP conversation. I got them by seven. Uh, Chiefs Chargers, oh, for sure. I got the Chiefs, man. They're playing. They're still on, on the explosive level. Um, as, as well as my last two games, I got the Ravens in Texas. I don't know. The, the, uh, Deshaun he, uh, Watson just doesn't look like he cares. So I got the Ravens blowing them out. Uh, Patriots and Seahawks. Um, Seahawks. I, I think they uh, beat the uh, Patriots. And then the uh, late night game Monday, Saints Raiders. Saints will destroy them because you have to score 40. And the uh, Raiders cannot. The Raiders in L.A. cannot beat the Saints. So what about your predictions? What do you got for those guys? Well, I'm going to go real quickly uh, down the line here. Give me the Cowboys over the Falcons. I understand uh, Deion Sanders has got a chance to be a head coach in Florida State. I know that's one of the things that's been headlined this week uh, for him to get a coaching job in Florida. He's been denied many times. I know a lot of Falcons are supporting him, but I do feel like Mike McCarthy's made a bad mistake, especially going for on that field goal on fourth down last week, Sunday night against the Rams. I mean, obviously, coaching decision, offensive pass interference, questionable. But the Cowboys, I expect uh, McCarthy to be a lot, a lot more sharper. Give me the Cowboys right there. Uh, Aaron Rodgers against the Lions, not happening uh, for the Lions in this one. Give me the Packers on that. I'll take the Titans over the 
Uh, you know what? Give me an upset on this one. Give me the Jaguars over the Titans right there. I just have a feeling okay. with their uh, kicker, Gostowski, will that come into play again this week weekend right here? Titans just barely edged that game out against the Broncos. I mean, they hung in there defensively, yes, but you almost kind of like didn't deserve to win. Your kicker almost caused the game, so be wary of that. Uh, Vikings-Colts, give me the Vikings in, in this one. I, I think they could like pull this one off against the Colts. I uh, Kirk Cousins, I definitely feel like he's getting more confidence as time goes along, and I think age is just starting to catch up with Phillip Rivers at this point. He's not the same old Rivers, so give me the Vikings. And plus, I like the Vikings' defense better. Uh, give me the Bills over the Dolphins. Uh, Niners, look for them to bounce back against the Jets. Uh, Jets are going to be without Le'Veon Bell. Uh, remember, he had some sort of injury right now, so I, f- I think he's been placed on IR temporarily. Remember, with IR, it's up to th- after three weeks being placed, you'd be eligible to return. Uh, Eagles-Rams, this could be a good one right here. Uh, Eagles looking for their first victory. Rams, I'm going to go ahead and give me this one to the Eagles. Rams still looked a little suspicious right there. They got lucky being the Cowboys in that one. Steelers, give me their home opener against the uh, Broncos. Uh, look for TB12 and the Buccaneers to bounce back against the Panthers. I expect a little bit more better rhythm, especially with Mike Evans and everyone and company. Uh, give me the Cardinals or the Washington football team. Uh, Chiefs over the Chargers. Uh, and then you got the Texans and the Ravens. I say give me an upset in this one. I'll go with the Texans over the Ravens for some reason. Okay, in Houston right there. Okay. I, I think Deshaun Watson could do it out just with anybody. I mean, you don't got DeAndre Hopkins, but I do feel like you got a team that can match. May not be all that out of the question. Uh, give me the Seahawks over the Patriots. I expect them to take care of business. You don't got Tom Brady anymore. I mean, going like we're going West Coast now. You're doing this with Cam Newton. This will be a show right there. Uh, and then you still got a great defense with the Patriots, but I trust Russell Wilson more. He's more involved in the quarterback. And last but not least, give me one more upset for the week. Give me the Las Vegas Raiders to pick up their second straight victory of the season. Your new stadium. You're in Vegas right now. Finally got yourself a stadium. It's an Allegiant Stadium right now. Debut on Monday Night Football. And there you go. It'll be the Las Vegas Raiders rocking silver and black. And uh, I think they'll hit the jackpot Monday. We're going to have some talking next week, man. I see we got some couple of different picks, but... Let's see. I just don't think that the Raiders, but you gotta score for it. But again, let's see. But again, when you're on a primetime stage like that, I expect scoring to be a little bit more higher than usual. So we'll see. All right, there. Let's see how our predictions pan out. The next week, we gonna discuss who was right, who was wrong. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. Be sure to stay tuned for that. Uh, Once again, you can follow us on social media. You can follow me at Project Richie. And for the show at Ondek CSR, Reese, where can they follow you again, my man? You go. Follow me on Facebook, Kino Sabi, Big Ballin' is my hobby. My name stuck. I'm sorry, y'all. And all other platforms at I-S-C-R-3-I-N-U-T-I-B-O-L-T. That's our screw our nut. Our boat changed the E to a three, and that's me. All right. Well, that's going to do it right now. Glad to have uh, football uh, back right now. Exciting time. Uh, exciting time for sports. And more importantly, too, love the hat, too. Don't forget, Reese, I'm sure you're paying attention to this. I'm sure you talk about this on your show, We Call Wednesday. Uh, are you guys been talking about the election year, I would imagine? That's been one of the juicy hot topics right now as we march closer right now. Can Joe Biden overtake yeah. Trump? 
What do you think? I ain't met you of that. Big election year, y'all. Big everybody go out there and register to vote, please, y'all. I, I know everybody say voting is not, you know, it, it doesn't change anything, but your vote does matter, everybody. Your vote does matter. Every vote counts. Get out there and vote because it ain't. We, we have a, a segment on who's the week hole. If you do not vote, then you are elected the week hole Wednesday. So please, don't, don't be that person. Yeah, don't, don't. I, I believe so. Make sure you stay on there. Definitely, I think everyone's uh, voice and uh, reason should be heard. I definitely feel like the voting should definitely be lower to like a little bit more of an earlier age. Even if you're just beginning in high school at 15, I don't think 18. I mean, think about it. I mean, it's a lot more uh, voices that could be heard as far as like change and the society we're living in, especially with the technology and how we respect and have an understanding of one another and what we try to support. For Charles Prides Richie, Reese Ruler, you've been watching Listening on Deck on CSR. As I always say, don't be trolling, be rolling. Be rolling. Reese, have a good weekend, man. You too. All right, we out of here.